Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. How important are intros? Hold on a second. I'm, I'm reading the introduction to this episode right now. Classic. Oh, very important. I'm Adam Manis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Music advice floating towards you via the airwaves <laughs> and the pod funnel. Floating, <laughs> floating pod towards funnel. you. Yeah. Funneling at you. Funneling. Reluctantly. At you. That's right. <laughs> no, gracefully. Gracefully, gracefully. funneling towards through the, you. I was going to say through the airwaves, but no one's getting this through the air. Well, through the Wi-Fi. Tumbling maybe. near you via the Bluetooth <laughs> Wi-Fi. <laughs> Man, Bluetooth sucks. On a side note, but doesn't it? It's just, It's glitchy. And it's got latency. Sorry? <laughs> what? Bluetooth? Hey, my name is Peter. How you doing, man? <laughs> Bluetooth. I, I don't, We're talking about intros. You just go in full bore on I want to introduce you to a concept. That's oh. that's how it fits with today. That Bluetooth. Why does Bluetooth suck? Because it's it's got latency, which for musicians is no good. No bueno. Uh, that is no bueno. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't know. And the sound quality is not good. I don't like it when they come out with technology that's kind of going backwards. Like, so if you think about... And I don't know, maybe I don't have the latest Bluetooth. I mean, I got the AirPods because they're convenient if you want to make a phone call. But if you're going to listen to some music, I could get out, go to my dad's house and get some of his headphones. Yeah. Some costs. Yeah. Headphones from 35 oh, years ago. You. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Those are probably 400 bucks now that I think about it. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, they're going to sound great. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like just the corded technology sounds so much better. Are we, are we musicians or are we animals? No, I agree. So, you know, I have my whole stereo set up at home with my receiver and everything. I have some of these. Mm. You know, some of the old Sony's yeah. uh, studio cans. Oh, I thought you were just pointing to your ears. You're like, I got some of these. Well, I, I know how to hear, oh, but I, got, I do got some of those too. No, I got the old, uh, I don't know, what are these? These are the, these are the uh, MDR 7506s. Oh my gosh, this you know them like, Man, I've been buying these since the late 80s. Well, you hit me to yeah. these. I had no idea about them. They're fairly affordable for how good they yeah, are. Yeah, you they, can grab them for like 80 bucks, man, maybe even 100. They sound killing. We're, they, we, we will link below in this episode show notes where you can pick up a pair because we have some good sourcing on that. Shout out to Sony. <laughs> you know making a quality product. That's right, right. Yeah. Man, I remember speaking of Sony having some headphones years ago. I don't know if you remember these. The Voodoo Cons. It sounds, what? The Voodoo Cons. Voodoo Cons. Isn't that a Star Trek movie? I, it may be. <laughs> but the Voodoo Con was some excellent headphones they made for a while. And it was named after like a, st- a stadium or some kind of venue in Tokyo. Wow. Bo- the Voodoo Con. The Voodoo Con. Like the Hague. Like the Hague, <laughs> yes, the Voodoo Con. Yeah, exactly. Man. So what are we talking about today? You mentioned intros in the intro, and so that kind of you got me a little frazzled there because yeah. it was like dopio time. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, today we're talking about seven classic intros. Mm. Uh, so check it out. There's a PDF linked here in the description of the podcast app. There's a PDF here in the description of YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube. And so you can follow along here with our seven classic intros. Here was the idea on this, Peter. Yes. I was thinking about intros i wanted to do some kind of episode intros we get we get asked and emailed about intros all the time yeah and so i was thinking about like well we, we've done stuff on how to create your own intros and all that stuff and i was like well why don't we just talk about seven like go to great intros and and i was thinking what makes a great intro you could play any of these intros that we have here today you can go anywhere in the world on any jam session stage that where there's jazz musicians involved yes play any of these intros <laughs> yeah and everybody's gonna know what's about to happen right there's no question what the tune is you're about to play this is how it's not the only way you would intro this tune no but it is like if you do this everybody's like oh that's all the things you are there's no question right there's right. no 
there's there's there there the intro is almost a part of the tune at least the most sort of famous versions of these tunes in some cases they are actually a part of the tune well i guess that's why you have labeled this the seven classic intros hence the word classic yeah classic. and this is classic so <laughs> this is bebop edition because i did have some intros uh, queued up from sort of the mid 60s from the 70s even some from more modern times and I was like, well, there's so many. I had like 15. Did you have a Steely Dan intro or a Stevie Wonder? There's the, or perhaps I, perhaps a Sade. The, yes. No, <laughs> you there, did? There, there were some Stevie Wonder <laughs> intros. Uh, but, you know, we can maybe do a 70s version of intros. We can maybe do a cool jazz. I don't know. We could do all kinds of things. We could just do monk Cool tunes. jazz. What is that? I don't know. But we could do like, or big band, like iconic big band intros, whatever. I, I love know. the hairy iconic big band. That's oh, such, that is the best group. Ever wow, that's with cool. that with the um, with the screens and the mute. Ah, that's anyway. called a callback, folks. That's <laughs> called a callback. callback. Yeah. Okay. Um. Cool. So should we jump right in? I can throw up the first one if if we're ready. If I'm not giving anything away here. Yeah. Again, check out the the PDF. You can download that in the description here of the app, uh, or you can just enjoy listening to the intros because that's really what we're gonna do. We're gonna listen to them. We're gonna kind of talk about them and maybe break down like what makes them. Uh, what they are like? Why are why are there an intro? Because there's we, different kinds of intros that we have. Are we going to critique them? Are we going to criticize them? Are we going to find ways to improve upon them? Buddy, these are timeless. They <laughs> can't, I, can't improve upon masterpieces. Here. I mean, they're classic. You yeah. got it written right there. So this is our first iconic uh, bebop intro. Here is from uh, A Night in Tunisia, uh, written by Dizzy Gillespie. This is Charlie Parker playing it, and uh, Charlie who? You, uh, you ever heard of him, <laughs> Charlie Parker? So this is uh, here A Night in Tunisia course with that tunisia. iconic tunisia 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 <laughs> tunis uh <laughs> this is with that iconic baseline intro reminds me of my aunt my aunt eunice it that's it quick and to the point some yeah. of these get right into it and this is one so what's going on here what's what's up with this intro so this is a way you can actually design your own intros they're basically taking uh you know you have the tune itself uh the bass line that little riff that's happening in the horns underneath the melody and they just decide to sort of you know break it down to its parts before yeah. they add it all together to its sum Right. So they start with the bass line, then they add the little riff uh, that's in the middle. Oh, the, first they add the drums, then they add the riff with the horns, and now uh, the melody's in, and the whole thing's complete. I mean, this is not something that is uncommon in any form of music, right. from from bebop to country to hip-hop. This is how intros yeah. are made. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, I think this one, we're, I mean, we're going to see this some other places, but not always. Uh, the continuation into the melody... Uh, of the intro that make, makes this a little bit unique right so that it's not i mean we always talk about and i think we'll see with classic intros with great intros there's always a connection there's always something it's never just a totally disconnected disjointed part but this one i think more than anything it just flows right into it, it it's additive as you mentioned you know start with the baseline then the drums and then the horns and then dizzy is that that's dizzy right I think that's I think Miles. So. Is that Miles? It might be. I thought this was the Disney. I was, it might be Disney. Yeah. But, you know, then you've got that melody on top while that continues. 
which is really cool. And um, it's great stuff. Now, you have in here, because, you know, our listeners occasionally will make note of a errant note of ours. I don't know if you ever noticed that. Is there an errant note here? No, I don't know, because I... You got you going down to that D flat, is that right? Yeah. So I let's hear this again. I'm gonna make sure. I thought I always I, thought it was. Well, let's listen. Let's okay. listen. I think it's the triad. Yeah, now. you're right. You know, sometimes it's. It definitely is. Yeah. Well, let's, see, let's, let's, Adam Manis, big ears. We, we call him Big Ears Manis. Let's play along with it. I think this is right. I checked it. Okay, but and then what about the pickup note to the second bar? Oh, sorry. I I'm hearing it at least in this version. I'm hearing it under. Can you pause it right after the? It's. I think actually. You're right. You're right. I think the band is not. Is, is there, I think there's, there's both. There's both. <laughs> nice. The guitar is definitely under. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a, har- it's a harmony. It's a harmony. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I would say either's fair game. That's right. <laughs> if on the original recording, take, take your choice. Yeah, take, take your choice. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't phrase it like that. <laughs> well, whenever I look at the notes written like this, I I just get very serious about it. Now, so can we talk about the the B leap B to yeah. D? Because yeah, that's yeah. such a genius. I love it. Syncopation. So you guys to B and ding ding. Yeah. Uh, exactly. And that's really the claves, what you're talking about. Claves are very, and a lot of people think it's only in Afro-Cuban music and whatever, yeah. but there's a clave is just a repeated syncopated um, rhythmic pattern that repeats, that's kind of like the underlying skeleton, if you will, if yeah. you will of a repeated phrase. And so here you've got a great setup because you've got do boop do bop Like a lot of people think of this as... Like one, two, three, four, ba ba da bump. But the line is really boo boo do bop. Like it's all leading to that and of two. Boo, Absolutely. Bop bop. Boo boo do bop. And so then you're playing off that with the boo bae. Then you've got the and of one. So you, so you set. Yeah. You're setting up the listener for the and of two. And then you hit him with that and of one. Totally. Bam. Totally. And you know, even if you uh, are not playing the solo piano, but you're still going to play this tune. And let's say you're playing piano in a quartet situation. Yeah. The bass player starts the tune. Go ahead, Peter. Give me a bass line here. Like, now, if you know this intro, right, if you're familiar with it, you can add a little bit. Before the horn player comes in. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. uh, knowing these intros, I think, is really crucial. Don't don't sleep on the intros to these no. classic tunes. Because otherwise like said, you'll, you'll wake up during the head. That's right. Confused. But also, you know, one of the, the whole points of this episode is that you can step on stage anywhere and you don't have to say anything. You can just go. And the band is going to know what you're calling. Right. I mean, they should. They that's should. right. Yeah. So what if somebody sits down and says, you say, no, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that that's, is. Because that's, that's the wrong answer. What are you playing? <laughs> no, actually, so even that bass line, you know, I mean... I, I I did some diving into this today, and there's yeah. tons of different versions of this. Okay, good, because I was intro. like, man, am I doing it and, wrong here? And just a caveat on this, too. We're not saying that these are the only intros that you should use on oh, these yes, two. No, we are oh, not. Yes, we Peter, are. we are not getting dogmatic. I'm not, it. but Adam is. No, I am not. You'll saying, hear it. <laughs> I am not saying that. What I'm, what I'm saying is... He is not not saying that. <laughs> I am not not saying it. No, what I'm saying is... <laughs> You'll hear it. What I'm saying is, is uh, these are just sort of, I think, the most well-known intros yes. of of these tunes. They're good to know. They're, They're good, good to know. know. That's that's all. You now got. you know. 
Now you know. know. But if anything, these could give you ideas of how to jump off of this intro, create your own intros using sort of, you know, this is your jumping off point. That's right. You know? That's right. Conversation starters. Right. And I think the important thing, if you do something else, is like, that's like finding those, that's really that inner clave of that line and finding where that rhythm is so that as you construct something else or put together some like riffing with your right hand or whatever, if you're pianist, guitarist, that you know the the inner pattern because you know once you feel that you don't have to worry about like one and a two and a three and all that kind of stuff you kind of start to feel that repeated pattern and it starts to make sense agreed agreed yep. let's go to our next one so we'll stick with some uh some charlie parker here and uh we'll play some yardbird suite yardbird now this is an intro that is not you don't hear a lot yeah when, when people call this at a jam session but i, I wish again again phrasing peter phrasing <laughs> well i'm just reading it like on the page buddy let's check it out g pedal oh. a little more swinging yeah <laughs> that feel what i love about this intro there's so much to like about it man um, they come they they don't like take a beat or two beats or two bars to start swinging they're just like one two yeah you better be ready yeah well <laughs> yeah i mean you really better be ready to swing but also you know so it's it's kind of based around this g pedal here that's happening in the bass yeah but let's listen to it again just listen to the bass and listen to how that tension of the pedal when it gets released when they finally start playing and and the bass player walks through the changes yep. how good that feels yep. to get off of that G and never leaving a quarter note yeah all quarter mm -hmm. quarter notes check it out you know what i mean and when you get to the changes what yeah A lot of people don't know this, but Charlie Parker was an early afflictor of stank face. What we now know as... <laughs> he was a causation. Yeah, it used to, used to be called Charlie Parker's disease. That's right. now it's called stank face. Now. Um, so also that, so that's that open G on the bass. Ding, 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 then he goes up and hits that harmonic. How many times have we heard bass players do that on the G? They love that G. They love <laughs> but it sounds good. Yeah. But the, um, the rhythmic clarity and the swing, and you know what? Let's just say this gentleman is playing on top of the beat. Can we say that? It's 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 leaning forward. It's leaning it's forward. It's leaning forward in a great way. But, but very appropriate with yeah. on the on the pedal and because of what the vibe is. So we're inter, you know it's introducing the feel and the vibe. And they had to make these records short anyway. Yeah. So the intro can't be you. You don't got a minute to set up the vibe. You got to set no. up the minute. So it's like right on top, and then it kind of settles in a little bit. So that's sort of part like right as he starts walking, the um. The actual line, you know, getting and leaving from just the G and the and the melody starts, it pulls back where it's not behind, it's never behind the beat. Let's talk about let's talk about that. But it pulls back a little bit. So I think that that's really like an overt part of what the intro is on this. Man. So what I love about what the pianist is doing here, and I don't know how much of this was really planned or if they just said, you know, G pedal up front. <laughs> right. It's hard to know, right? Yeah. But uh, so the tune is in C. Yeah. And the pianist starts in C. But what the pianist is really setting up, not only are they setting up the harmony by going between C and D flat yeah. over that G pedal, but look at what they're doing rhythmically. Um, <laughs> And what happens after that? 
They're setting up that and, yeah. right? I mean, yep. they really are. And I would say, too, at the end, like bar four and bar eight of this, when you're coming back, I know it's not as accented as those upbeat syncopations, but playing back to the on the beat. So you've got um, one, two, three, four. So that last, boom. And then the next one being up, that sets up that syncopation. Because we always look at syncopation as like setting up a pattern and then breaking it. It can't all be the same thing or else it's not really syncopation. And then the same thing, one, two, ding. So that one ends on three, two. And then you got bang, do. Yeah, it, it's all it's all about the rhythmic setup, and I'm I'm not sure how much of that was actually planned, like I said ahead of time, or how much of it's just intuition. Yeah, of just like you know, we know what the tune is. I'm gonna as a pianist, you know, like I can set it up so that we have the feel of what this tune is gonna be. You know what I mean? Keeping intuition, that intuition, intuition. I'm just saying. Let's hear it again. I don't know think, what that means. I don't know what that it. means. Think about it. I will. Okay, let's <laughs> listen one more time. Here's Yardbird Suite. Here's the intro. <laughs> There. That's yeah. a really strong statement there on that last part. One, two, three, four. Yeah, yeah. That's that's some brilliant stuff. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. Probably was not thought uh, planned out. Just vibed, Just right? Vibed. Just vibed. Because it sounded, you, you know. Yeah. He was in tuition to know that it was going to sound good. Again, we're listening to seven classic intros, Bebop edition. We're keeping it. Uh, we're keeping it real up in her. We're trying. We're trying. You know what I'm so this is one that we. This tune is one we talked about uh, last week in our Dusty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so all about finding the. Not dustiest. to be confused with our Bebop classics episode that was in our Dusty Real Books. That was Dusty Real Book. <laughs> the right? Dusty Real Book. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Finding trying to find. The dustiest changes we possibly could. And All the Things You Are was one of them. And one of the not dusty versions that we listened to was the version we're about to listen to now. Well, and just before you say that, I would, I mean, play that, I would just say that, you know, we're uh, checking in on our bonus episodes that we're releasing every week, too, because we got a little blowback on the dusty episode. We're going to talk about that later on the bonus episode. I mean, but that's available now for people listening. I love it. Because I'm going to the future. So I love it. I love it. You know, I love the blowback. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so this is all, all the, the things. things you are, Jerome Kern, Jerry Kern, Jerry. What's up, Jerry? JK. And this is definitely one you play. This there's no there's no doubt about what's going Spiddy on. Speedy bong. Yeah, this is as classic as as it gets. So if you don't know this one, now you do. Now's your chance. <laughs> Check it out. <laughs> So that's all the things you are. So it's actually a similar concept to what just happened in Yardbird Suite, where the uh, Yardbird Suite was that G pedal with the C and the D flat, that half step movement over the tonic. Yes. And this is a half step movement, but over the five chord. Yeah. So this is uh, D flat, seven sharp, nine, or maybe altered, and to uh, the five, C7. Yep. So it's just, but there's no pedal. So it's just that flat six uh, down to the five. And you know what I love about this is once you know this and have heard it, 
or even once you get to the melody and know that it starts on F minor, it makes it's got a lot of harmonic um, logic to it because the D flat seven is just like a substitute. It's like a two five one, right? Yeah. G thirteen to C seven totally. sharp nine to F minor, but. When you're just hearing it for the first time, you it's have like, no idea. Yeah, you're like, whoa! It's like, what's going on? Like, so it's got kind of a mysterious sound because what starts on yeah. a sharp nine and it goes down? And you're it's like, like, what is this, Jacob Collier? <laughs> yeah, you know. But then it's like, so it gives that great tension and release, really based not only around certainly the rhythm, but the same kind of thing where, we're like our other examples, where you've got a syncopation and then it goes to non-syncopated, but also just that harmonic resolution that's built into it, which is great. And then a cool melodic bassline. So that's another thing we're seeing a pattern of on some of these is the on the intro, the bassline doing the heavy lifting for any kind of melodic or motivic development. Give the bass player some, you know, up front. It's always right. good. Always good. Of course, they're like, why is this all I get? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so next up, all right, now, you know, we are definitely not just uh, vamping out with these, uh, with this next intro. One of the best intros uh, in all of... This is a little controversial, though. I'm, I'm on just this, saying. Why? What are you talking about? Wait, what's next? Joy Spring? Yeah. What's so... Con- what's is this up? Bebop? Buddy. <laughs> is it? Joy Spring? I'm asking. Clifford Brown? Asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> He's no friend of yours. Let me... I'll assure you. <laughs> uh, I don't. I mean, maybe I don't know. I don't know. I. I always, oh, don't don't get non-confident now. Come on. I mean, I'm just asking. No, that's what that's what we were talking about earlier. Is <laughs> is people saying that Clifford Brown is a bebop? Maybe technically not. I don't know. I always consider yes. him and the Max Roach records. Those are classic. Bebop I say yes. Up. Please hit us up in the YouTube Post, comments. Po- hard bop. I don't even know what that is. I don't. Also, know no is. one cares. <laughs> Neo soul bop. Nobody cares. Neo Neo Cran bop. Clifford. It's Clifford Brown's music. That's what it is. That's and it's right. Absolutely beautiful. It's Joy Spring. Uh, this is one of the greatest intros ever. Check it out. Greatest bebop intros ever. Okay. You like that, right? He kind of did it the way I was phrasing it. It's kind of straight on those last eight notes. What are you, what are you talking cool. about? Oh, he did a... Well, that's kind of a very like... Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we go to the main bebop tune. I tried to. So this is just my transcription from this morning. I'm not sure how accurate the voicings are. Someone will correct me. But that seemed right to me at the time. That's right. Yeah? I think so. This is Richie Powell, I believe. I think it is Richie Powell, yeah. That's right. Something like that. Definitely the top note's right. (laughs) The quality is right. Uh, Isn't that great? Just set set up your tune there. Yeah. Man, that's so killing. And then, you know, this is this one's kind of a fun, this will be for another episode when we talk about outros, um, because this, Clifford Browns love the intro-outro kind of bookends, but different bookends, not the same bookends. Mm. Because on all the things you are, don't they on that version go back to the, at the end, for the end vamp maybe? Let's see. They do. Yeah. This is the end. So yeah. that's like a more of a straight bookends. This one, they, they reference this, but it's, it's something like. It's um, part of the outro too, right? Which is those They go down to that D flat These changes Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that we, Now we got to do so Iconic cool. outros man. I know no, so, All right, cool so let's stuff. check out The intro again And we'll check yep. out the, the head out too Max Rose Precision drumming 
It's such a great tune. You know what's so cool? Hold on, let's I think it's. Oh, sorry. This is the head out Scott now. Bob. Head out now. Sharp 11. So I believe this is Harold Land. This is not Sonny Rollins yet, I think. This is Clifford Brown and Harold Land. Phrasing so beautifully together. Yep. But what I love out of coming out, there's a lot of um, stuff even back in the intro. The vibe that they come in is so different than the way those eighth note line is played. Not only the is, is it not as straight, it's just such a more relaxed, not more relaxed, It's just it's just different, which I think is great because... An intro can be very evocative of what's to come, but it can also have a nice little contrast to it, which is what I think it is in this case. And I think it just sets it up so beautifully. Yeah, gorgeous. But, but you know, I love Clifford Brown, and I think he's bebop, so, you know, to each his own. That's just the way. So, Sue me. I next, love Clifford Brown. <laughs> next is Bud Powell, Bouncing with Bud. Okay, let me pull it up. Pull it up, man. Bouncing with Bud. So this is not... Just for the kids out there, this has no, this is not a drug reference. Bouncing with Bud. This is about Bud Powell. This is not the other kind of Bud. Is that correct? Wow. Yeah, that's correct. Okay, so we want to be clear because yeah, you know there's a lot of nobody was thinking that Peter. Nobody was, was thinking. Everybody it. was. No thinking one that. was thinking it. This yep. is a simple one, but uh, classic. Yep. What's wrong with just doing the one and the the the, the I know. half step up? Come I on know. now. But you know what? There's a little bit of not complexity, but there's another part to it that's not here in the chart. Not that it should have been, but that's important. Those little hits. Yeah, let's hear those again. The little counter rhythmic counter melody. That's a good point. Yes. I should have put that on the no, chart. No, no, I was I wasn't saying that. No, that's important. It's crash symbol and piano. Also, the bass line. Check out what the bass player is doing. He's playing complicated AF, actually, isn't don't he? Don't go. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Is he lost? <laughs> is he bouncing with Bud? He's bouncing with some Bud. <laughs> that's just great. Actually, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, it's like, I get it. That's how you know it's bebop. Okay. So good. Simple yet effective. Again, this is our second. Not that baseline. Not that baseline. <laughs> the baseline is effective, not simple. Was there was that like a quarter note triplet thing? I think so. I think it he was like doom, and then the, the end pin slipped out and he had to grab it back. <laughs> it happens. I'd never noticed that before. Isn't that interesting? It Headphones. Happens. Headphones. It happens. Big shout out to Sony, MDR 7506s. So next up. Yep. Okay, let me. Oh, sorry. I got I got behind on my. This is a good one. You're going to like this one. Oh, I love this one. I've studied this 
very closely. So I might be looking at your transcription with an eagle eye. Please do. So this is Round Midnight, uh, Genius of Modern Music, 1947. Early version of Round Midnight. Check it out. So the um, the, oh yeah. So this is the yellow record, the volume one, right? It's volume one. Yeah, on, on Blue Note, I believe so. Genius of Modern, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this this version, and of course this tune, the intro kind of evolved over the years, but the basic foundation, the harmonic framework, was always the same. Like that, pretty much stayed the same. But you know, Monk loved to change up little details of it and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, I listened to a bunch of different versions: solo piano versions, quartet versions, big band versions mm. with Monk. And he did it differently almost every time. Yeah, you know, yep. but but you're right. It seemed like he just had a set of changes and an idea for this the theme. The yeah, and then he did it in these various ways. This was the earliest one I could find, and maybe someone I know someone will hit me to earlier one. Um, but I love this one too because the interplay between the horns and the piano. Yeah, but I think you will. It's I only found one or two where he didn't play an intro at all. Mm. Very rarely did he not do the intro. So if you're doing this tune, learn the intro. It's actually really it's so important, and yeah. the outro too. We'll, we'll save that for our next episode. The, the outro do is outros. so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that so one thing to stay consistent is, and, and it's always good to break down, especially these slightly more complex intros, because this is like 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 this is almost like a verse kind of in a way to the tune. But is what he was doing so. You know, that's where we're going, but he's always got that, that half diminished. And I know some of the later ones he delays, but he always goes, yeah, you know, so that sharp 11 kind of vibe. Yeah. Oh man. But that's kind of the, the skeleton that you want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Don't sleep on the intro to round midnight. On your jam sessions. Play Even me. if it's around midnight. Even if it's around midnight. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Jam. I don't like playing this tune on jam sessions. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I get a little dogmatic because people play it wrong. And I don't want to be that guy, but I do. Even the First of all, if you're on a jam session, somebody says around midnight, are you going to, I guess you could as a pianist, you could just start on the intro. But are you really going to expect people to come in? They should. Yeah. No, they're going to be like, what? And like on around midnight? If you started this intro with that figure, a lot of bass players don't know it. They better know they it. They should know it. Well, maybe after this episode, they'll know but it. But then, what I don't like is you get a lot of this. Yeah. That's wrong. That's wrong. <laughs> I mean, it, Miles Davis did it, so that's I guess it's right, but... It's right for the Miles version. But if you're going to... Hey, listen to this, though. If you're going to play the Miles version, you better play the Miles intro. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> like, set it's it like, up. It's, yeah. But that goes back to our. Not, we, we covered this last week. Yeah. With yeah. the with the dusty real book. Yeah, we can get really dusty. Yeah. You know who can even get dustier though? Our listeners. Dusty Springfield. 
We established that last week, too. Rick, Rick Springfield. We, Rick Springfield. <laughs> Dusty Springfield. <laughs> All right, let's go on. This is uh, number seven. It's our final uh, intro. This is another Monk tune, and it's another intro that when you play this intro, everybody knows what you're about to do. Question. Yeah. Why is Monk, there's no dispute if Monk is Bebop, but there's this big dispute if Clifford Brown is Bebop. I think there is dispute if Monk is Bebop. Oh, come on. He's I one, know. He's one of the architects of Bebop. I know. We'll find out If here. you think he's one of the architects, hit that like button. Okay. Yeah. Come on and subscribe. <laughs> Let's check it out. This is I Mean You, another simple intro, but uh, there's actually, this is not as simple as it looks. No. Hmm. Oh, this is from Genius, too, isn't it? This is Art Blakey. Oh, that's Art Blakey. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, right, right. I, I love this one because of that horn hit. Yeah, <laughs> like, ah! yeah exactly. Let's hear it again. Fourthy voicing for Monk. So check it out there. Really, what's what's great about this is the rhythmic themes that are yeah. happening. Ba da 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 which I just kind of made that chord up. It's some something like that. Yeah. But it is kind of like an E flat nine or B flat minor six yeah, for sure. situation. Well, and that's that's the whole thing. Like you got the rhythmic um, contours of this, and there's I, I I look at this as there's two main areas that are unexpected and kind of throw you off. And look, Monk loved to do that. He loved to like pull the rug out from under you at just the right place but always have like some really cool, pretty melodies that are memorable to kind of hold the whole thing together. A lot of symmetry in his music, I think. Yeah. But the main thing is you got, boom, boom, boom. You know, you're starting on that and of four, going into one, two, and you know, he did this faster sometimes. One, two, three. Like those are very, when you look at the music and you know it, it's kind of basic looking. But if you're the li- to the listener, it's like you're starting off like whoa, because it's not boo boo doo boo dee boo dee boo dee. It's whoa, do So like you're already a little uh, bit, yeah. Like, you're already it's like bam, yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? And you don't even know it until you hear the groove established, which happens pretty quick. But then also the fact that it's so like this sounds like it's an E flat blues. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's where it sounds like it's going, right? So the fact that exactly. There you go. There you but go. But I mean, but then I mean it's like, whoa. And it's a whole step down. So it's not like it's the five or even like on all the things you are, where it's like the like like an alternate two, five, one, and then so it kind of does resolve in a way that makes sense once you get your bearings. This kind of pushes you into your bearings. Yeah. And plus it's very it's like it's like evocative of a bluesy thing, but yeah. it's dominant, but it's really just a major pentatonic. Well, right? I mean, do you think it was because the bridge goes to this E flat? Yeah. Right? So, so it's he, a little foreshadowing. It's a little foreshadowing. Absolutely. Yeah. And you could also, by the way, you can end the tune with this. A lot of people end the tune with this intro as well. Right, right. Like tops and tails, you know. Why, what I mean? why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Okay. Cool. Thanks everybody. Those are our seven uh what is it? Seven, seven classic, classic intros. Classic intros. Bebop. Bebop edition. edition. Let us know if you want to uh hear some other editions. We can do 
We can do avant-garde edition. Ooh. Classic intro. Song. Well, you, that, that's a classic because you don't know when the intro starts and stops. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. We could do um, classic uh, smooth jazz intros. Uh, Go ahead. Yeah. Oh. What's up, girl? You know it. Actually, classic <laughs> smooth jazz would have to be like... Oh, that well, that's 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 the good smooth jazz. That'd have to be a classic, right? Mr. Magic, Mr. Magic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we actually we should do that classic smooth jazz intros. It'd be fun. We could do um, classical intros, classic classical intros. <laughs> that would be weird. Dun, 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 dun. That's a great intro. Is that's it the a, intro or is it the beginning of the? That's tune? a great intro. I think it's an I intro. Guess, that's yeah. setting up the tune, right? Yeah. Sounds so good on the roads. No, it doesn't. Um, we could do classic uh, ballad intros. We have a couple of those here. What are you talking about? Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, like round midnight, you mean? Yeah, yeah, come on. No, but this was great. This is good. I appreciate it. We are brought to you today, as we often are, uh -huh. by a little organization called Open Studio. I like it. We are hosted by Open Studio, physically hosted in the studio and on the interwebs. True. If you go to openstudiojazz.com, we have a lot of exciting things. I think none more exciting currently than something that we just launched officially to the public. It just left beta. Did you know that? What are you talking about? Open Studio Pro. I've heard of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you I'm, are the architect of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I love some Open Studio Pro. We got some Open Studio uh, Pro fo folks listening live now here as we're recording this because, yep. you know, they're the best. They are the best. Yeah. And um, yeah, so if you go to uh, openstudiojazz.com slash pro, you can learn about this program. Um, I can tell you more about who it's not for. This is not for people that are just dabbling their toes and these are people that are ready to the go go to the next level they're at all different levels it's not about like you have to be herbie hancock but you have to be committed mainly to the community that's i think the most exciting thing i'm seeing there with open studio pro of course you are you know leading folks up daily uh, every weekday live which is yeah. super exciting you, you you don't get that anywhere else except open studio pro no it's a real community and you can you can come in live you can listen uh, or or watch the Open Studio Pro daily guided practice sessions after the fact. Yeah. There's PDFs. There's ear training classes. There's is lurking rhythm. allowed? Is lurking lurking allowed. is allowed? There's rhythm classes. There's transcribing club, which we just had today. We're transcribing some Peter Martin. I don't know if you Ooh, know this. Yeah. We're trans. Someone requested to transcribe some comping. Oh. So we're transcribing you comping behind Ruben Rogers solo on Tree Stay on your rhythm section oh, nice. fundamentals course. Yeah. Because okay. it has some video, so we can see sort of your hand shapes. Nice. Uh, so just getting better at trying to get better at. At music, yeah, that's all we're doing together, and we're and like what I love about it, and I don't, I don't know if this is a selling point or not, but uh, I'm learning as well. Like it's like basically like I'm I'm an advanced student trying to learn and yeah. grow, and we're doing it together, you know, and awesome. and we can talk about it and yeah. guide each other, and it really is a great community, man. Yeah. So I want to join. Yeah, well, I think you're already I'm a member. Sign up. I'm gonna sign up. You're not only the president. <laughs> um, cool. So check that out at OpenStudioJazz.com, and. Um, I don't know. Until next week, are we ready to say that? Yeah, you'll okay. hear it. You'll hear it. You'll hear it. Okay.